you don't know you're in the ghetto until you realize mm. it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? So growing up, it was fun, fun, fun until a certain point hit. When that certain point hit, everything changes. But it's still fun. But now, you come outside with a different purpose. Right. You come outside with having fun, I gotta make it back in the house. Hi, kings and queens. This is Still Sharp and Still. Welcome back, kings and queens. We are back here at the Still Sharp and Still show, a place where black excellence meets black mediocrity. You know the vibes, family. Your boy, Mr. Love is Love is here. If you didn't do it already, please hit that subscribe button. Whatever you take from us, you learn and you grow with it. Whatever we take from you, we learn and we grow with it as well. All right? Like, comment, and share, guys. And listen, man, and they, uh, melanated people, kings and queens, we got our wonderful guest today. Um, definitely want him to introduce himself to the world. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. also, let them know where to find you at. Let them know where the people find you at. Instagram, YouTube, you know, Dalvan King. It's the chicken man, baby! It's your boy C-Class, a.k.a. FCC, a.k.a. Fast Class Class. You heard? Mm -hmm. CEO Class. Let's go for life. 10 million views. Brownsville, Brooklyn. You can find me on youtube.com slash let's go for life. The soundtrack Let's Go Volume 1 is out on all platforms. Hosted by DJ IU, Instagram, C Class app. And you type in Let's Go in the Vintage Story, you're going to see this face pop up like this. Let him know. Yeah, let him know. Talk let dirty, know. King. So I'm saying, we want to definitely just dive right in, bro. Before we dive in, I just really wanted to ask you, big bro, we get the C Class name. You, you, you a bad. That was one of my questions, King. Like, where no, the name no, came no, that's from? Crazy, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just, my, nah, my, that's I'm trying to understand. Yo, that's the number one question I get. My whole life always got that question. C Class. And that's the wrong answer. Mm. Talk about Wrong it. Wrong answer. I don't like to talk about it like that, but I, 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 I say it the best way I can say it. Respectfully, if you can. No, I say, I say yeah. honestly. You know, uh, shit. All right, so pretty much. Growing up in the hood, Brownsville, my first name is Chan, you know what I'm saying? It's Chan, like that, stuff to see. And um, I was always a fly dude and stuff like that and stuff, but I used to do some some other stuff, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Some other stuff like that. But I used to do the other stuff, I used to do the shit fly as hell, you know what I'm saying? So he's called me C-Class, only nigga with class that'll come do some shit to you in his new outfit, you know what I'm saying? Right, and shit like that. <laughs> so they was like, you know what I'm saying? It's when we C-Class, you know what I mean? Like that. Nigga said he's starting on his, on his flexes. Yeah, I'll do some shit to you in my new clothes. Don't get no blood on my shit, though. You know what I'm saying? flexes. Right on. That's fire, bro. That's where that, that came from like that. Makes sense. I ain't mad at that, big bro. And you originally from the Ville, you said? Yeah, yeah. Taylor Houses, Rockaway, Livonia. That's fire, big bro. And let me ask you, like, I definitely want to just go in sequence of your journey from prior to now. Were you always considered an actor, rapper? I hear all the time you got so many diverse talents. Mm -hmm. Talk about like, were you always these things? I always was a rapper. I always was a rapper. I always did business. Like you look up YouTube video, made 13, 14 years ago, I had my clothing line, AVE wear, right which on. is my first company, AVE Records. So I had that on, the hat on, pants and all that. So I always been that way and I always been entertainer. Mm -hmm. I always mm -hmm. been dancing, always been just like to have fun. So that always been a part of who I am. But I never was an actor, never thought about even being an actor. Like. My whole acting thing was like any normal rapper. If you get big, you blow up, and then you'll have money. And like 50 Cent came out, he didn't give a try trying. Yeah, Somebody yeah. had money, and you could make your own shit. I never thought that I in the right my own shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Following them, not really them same footsteps, but like in them in that same. Yeah, I never thought that would happen. In that uh, same space, no, I, I get it. Let me ask you, uh, where did that mentality come from? Do you feel like you got that just being? your reality in Brownsville, or where do you gain that knowledge to try different things and have that, you know? Oh, that, that pretty reach. much, that pretty much crazy because most of my life experiences that turn good came from crime. Like, mm -hmm. just reality, like, for me, 
like you said, where it come from because we grew up, we was boosting. So we was boosting, we was hanging out with BGS dudes from Freeboy Fabulous, um, a crew called RK Ralphie Kids. Now I mean, the low lives, we came up with that. So doing with, dealing with them, we would travel to Jersey, the city. We used to wear um, Money Exchange, Patagonia, Banana Republic. So we was out doing different stuff to so open my eyes to stuff early in the world, you know what right I mean? Maybe be a hustler, maybe know how to do this, because boosting, you gotta have a skill. You gotta be trained your eye, you gotta move certain fast, you gotta get through the door, you know what I'm saying? So going to these places made me think more, and that's with older dudes. Yeah. So being around older dudes, you pick up everything they know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So from traveling all across different cities, all across Manhattan at 13, 14, by the time I get back to the Ville, my mind is different than you everybody else. Time. Yeah. Like Nas, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It sounds like it was a critical, a critical time in your life for a fact when you was going through those, you know what I'm saying, those those, those, um, those movements. Uh, let's just slow it down. Let's bring it back a little bit to your younger version of yourself, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me let me ask you, what, what was your upbringing looking like? Oh, man. Yeah. Take man. it back. Oh, man. I mean, it was bittersweet. 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 That got me up emotional. <laughs> I always be emotional, King, because at the end of the day, you are where you at because you made these made those choices. So you gotta appreciate and show gratitude to your reality, bro. Because nah, it was bittersweet because you know it was like as a kid, you don't know you in the ghetto until you realize mm. it's dangerous. You get what I'm saying? So growing up it was fun, fun, fun until a certain point hit. When that certain point hit, everything changes. But it's still fun. But now. You come outside with a different purpose. Right. You come outside with having fun, I gotta make it back in the house. You get what I'm saying? Gangsta. So that part of my life changed because, like I said, when you do all that shit, hustling, go that money outside of the hood, it's all good. But guess what? You gotta come home to browser. That's a second life. You gotta survive. Now you made it from these stores, stealing and all this, getting chased through tunnels, then you get home to Brownsville, you got 24 hours there now. You gotta survive that part. So that was, that was that. But it was fun. We played games. You know what I'm saying? It's just when it changed, that's what make everything different. Yeah, it's, it definitely sounded like it was a, um, a tough, a tough, you know what I'm saying? Upbr not just tough upbringing, but like a, a, a mentally, a mentally, um, how can I say it? Strong yeah. environment you yeah. was in. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Those environments. Yeah, you have to be mentally strong for it. And more power to you, big bro, you know what I'm saying? You still here. You still do what you got to do. Right. You prevailing on a different type of different type of business, you know what I'm saying? Different Format. route, yeah. yeah like, different route, so it's like, more power to you, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, though. And you, and you serving your purpose, bro. Like, we're going to we're going to get into that. Um, I want to ask you, though, how much of an influence you feel like Brownsville had on your mental health, even to the, today, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I tell people, I'm a product of my environment. Yeah, yeah. They don't really understand it because it made me who I am in regards to everything. So my mental health, it went through a lot of different things because you, you go through a stage, well, not you go through, but I went through a stage where you think you're going to die. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got to get through those stages to become something. So I was always rapping, you know what I'm saying? But it was hard to be a rapper when you got to worry about all these other inside influences. And then your family gone. So all you got is your friends. So that's where the Let's Go show came in. So the mental health part is just juggling with how you realize that. I'm in the ghetto, shit fucked up, your grandmas don't got shit, your friends don't got shit, so you gotta find a way. So only way we had was boosting, and that gave us the love, because you come outside, you know, fly, you do this, everybody gonna attract you. For the love we didn't get at home, we got from the streets, and it became an addiction, you know what I'm saying? So that's what mental health can mean, because you think you're doing something right, because you're getting love from it, but you're getting locked up, you hurt your family, all at once. I think you called that the psychological addiction. Yeah, because that's when I went through, when I found Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt, that was more about a dude stuck in the streets trying to find a way out this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gangster. Nah, I respect that 100%. So as far as right now, with everything that you know right now, big bro, what is something that you would share 
with your younger self? My younger self, um, whew, cause it's like it's like, um, watch watch the people that do small things to other people. You get what I'm saying? Cause I learned that late that if you a liar, but you my man, I'm thinking as a girl, you lie to him. You ain't thinking he gonna lie to him. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfucker. Right. Like let me tell you this about the veil. <clears throat> the veil will love you until your last laugh, mm. and that's the only way you're gonna survive if you learn it. If you don't learn that, you're going to die. So what I mean about that is we could be here laughing, joking. We could be smoking all the weed. As soon as we get to that argument or whatever, or we just disagree, it goes left. So that's how you be like, yo, his best friend killed him. Oh, they grew up together. How did this, how did this happen? They were together all day just hanging. Mm -hmm. So those things you got to realize early because you don't, you ain't going to be here. Like how I got to make it still be here in some ways and still be thriving. Because you got to realize Thriving in Brownsville ain't easy. Yeah. I'm thriving in Brownsville because I laid my bones a certain way that when I do come out and film, ain't nobody gonna fuck with me as if some other nigga out there filming and he making it big. Niggas gonna try to, yo, I'm getting your shit. Yo, what's up? I can't be. I feel that. Shit is real. Nah, and, and I could definitely agree coming from Crown Heights and seeing so much trials and tribulations growing up, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a hard to balance. So how, how did you like it? What what was the turning point for you? If, if that if that if that's the um the question I'm trying to ask, what was the turning point for you to be like, you know what? Like you said, you did the boost and you come back home to another world. It's like those 24 hours, right? And you see these cycles of every of nonstop genocide. What was the turning point for you to be like, you know what? Let's get it going. I think um when I was gonna run the second time, I was gonna run the second time. I couldn't see my son like that, and that really bothered me. So I'm like, what the fuck? Cause I'm running and I'm like, yo, my pops is locked up doing life, right? right? So peep this, right? My pops got locked up, I was like 10, 11, right? He was on a run from New York. He goes down south, catch a case, do life. Boom. I'm up here, caught a case in New York. I run down south against some other shit. You know what I'm saying? First thing come to my mind, I gotta kill these niggas. Mm. But then my pops came to my mind. Same thing happened to him, he went down south, said, nah, I can't do this. And then from there, I was like, yo, what I'm going to do? Because remember, you still got to get money. So I was still hustling, trying to make a way. But from that hustling, I went and started getting jobs, trying to, you know what I mean, figure out my way. And that helped, but it didn't help. Because now you get a job, and I had a fucking crack spot doing 10, 15,000 a week. Right, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, what you're doing a nine to five for. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But you got to be humble at the same time. So it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? So you sitting there, you juggling like, damn, I'm at this job, but the spot's still running. And then you got a son now, you got a baby mom that's telling you, listen, if I find the way we at, I'm calling the cops and getting you locked up. You get right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you're going through all type of ministry. Then mind you, you still got people that want to kill you for what you did. Granted. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what can I do to stop this shit? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was going through there, trying to find a way because you, Brownsville, we don't have no fabulous, we don't have no uncle murders, we don't have no resources where industry light was on us and all like that. So you pretty much in a struggle fighting to try to make it out before you get locked up or killed. Yeah. It's a cycle, bro. Yeah, that's facts. Let me let me ask you, let's this this bring it back a little bit as well. Name a specific time during your upbringing that, that you humbly keep in mind, you know what I'm saying? To, to, say, to say, get you through discouraging times. Mm. Pretty much all the friends that, that I was out in the street with that did some of the same shit I did, and they doing life and shit like that. Because I sit back now, I think about that shit. Like, like, like if I didn't want them north for the change or, or why all the shit they did, they up there and I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. to this day. You know what I'm saying? So that keep me humble. Because niggas did the same shit I did. And, and you here. By chance. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So no, I respect that. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I respect that too, bro. I, I applaud you first of all to be able to overcome to become. Yeah, man, that's hard, bro. Being from the village, that's a whole. That's that's another world, bro. I'm from Crown Heights. My bro from here from Flatbush, Canals. Like we see different perspectives of Brooklyn, but Brownsville is really it's another different. world. So I applaud you, bro. And for you to do the media there as well, let's dive into that. So tell the world, talk about it. Tell the world, um, what's on YouTube, um, the series we have, Bullet of the Ballad. You got so many different. Before you touch that, I want to I wanna, um, say this one thing for all the people out there. For all the people out there, the youth that's listening or whoever listening, that coming from a certain place, it makes you somebody that you don't want to be. So don't judge everybody you see doing certain things because you got to survive. Like, I'll tell you a true story, right? 15 years old. I'm from Tilden. Being from Brownsville, you from Tilden, we ostracize everybody else. So I'm in Tilden, it's Van Dyke. Cephalo, Browns, all the surroundings, they got beef with us from prior generation. So now you're 15, you go anywhere we went, we were the target. Mm -hmm. Not even my name. Area, yeah. You just say, oh, there's Tilda niggas there, let's get them. That's mm -hmm. just it. Mm -hmm. So we end up getting robbed by some older dudes. Now these older dudes, they're already out shooting and robbing. These niggas already living that life. Right. What we gonna do? We 15. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My cousin got locked up, my uncle got locked up, indictment, they gone. One night I'm outside, I'm chilling. Dudes roll up. Yo, what up, son? Like, what you mean, what's up? Yo, I ain't, I ain't feeling you, I ain't liking you. Yo, son, give me that. Oh, shit. Running. Pop, 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 pop. They missed. But I'm, shot hit the gate. Bing, 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 bing. I'm like, oh, shit. Get upstairs. Right? Boom. I'm not hit him alive. Right? You think that's a good part? No, it ain't. What you gonna do at 15? You got older dudes with guns looking for you. Yeah, what you gonna shit. do? Yeah, that shit's tough. You can't call a cop, but you can sell a cop. You gonna tell your grandma. All right. Your, your, your cousin who run the streets locked up, your uncle's locked up, your father locked up. What you gonna do? Right. You have to bust, you're gonna survive. So you're not a bad guy. But now, because think about it, they don't live in your hood. You live there. So any day you be chilling there, it just roll up. Mm -hmm. They found where you was at. Exactly. So now you gotta be prepared just because you don't know. Now your mind all over the place. Now that's what I'm saying. It goes back to you being all over the place. But when people look at you out there with a gun shooting, they think, oh, he's a terrorist. No. no. Exactly. He gotta. Protect so, himself. Product of his own environment. Same time, that same 15-year-old got to go to school and then come back to that. Mm -hmm. That's tough, bro. That's tough, bro. Mm -hmm. Give me some love for that one, bro. Like, I, we applaud you for today. Um, I definitely want to go into the media, yeah. the different um, things you have on YouTube. Just everything you got flowing. So oh, um, man, a lot. Uh, talk about what you got first and then we're going to go into it. Uh, pretty much, I got Let's Go, a new vintage story. That's my mainstay web series. We five seasons deep in that. That's the one with 10 million views. Um, I'm an actor in there. I'm a writer. I'm a director. I'm an editor. My music is in the background, as in the soundtrack. With the soundtrack is all the artists and actors who are in the show. So we kept it home based. Um, that show is pretty much based on my life. It's what's called a, a new vintage story. So I'm telling the old stories of then right. in a new time. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that. And then we got two Christmas movies, which are comedies. My grandma loved Christmas. so. We always do Christmas movies whenever we can. So they two kind of let's go Christmas one and let's go Christmas two. So I pretty much, our film is like a dramedy. You're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to get emotions, you're going to get messages, all in one. It's not just straight street stuff. It's basically to show how people become who they are. That's why I did it to show people's story that everybody who do drugs ain't doing it because they, they drug addicts. It could be they got raped. They're going through something that pushed them to do stuff because everybody look at things through the, through the wrong lens. So that's the whole reason I put the show out just to get a world a lens of us and people like us who go through this and have fun watching us. Yeah. That's how you get the chicken dance and all that crazy shit. The chicken man. <laughs> Let them know again real quick. 
Oh man, it's a chicken man, baby. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, that yeah. shit don't go nowhere, yo. No matter where I go. Listen, man. Don't what? do the dance for me, Clyde. Do the dance yo, for when me. I, when I heard the first time, I'm like, nah, this is my man right here. I can't <laughs> wait to meet him, son. You saw the mask, so when I had the mask going running around, the chicken mask. You saw the mask, <laughs> and the kids chasing me, bro. Kids and shit. Nah, you know I man. But just to, just to bring it back really fast, just before I touch upon your title and your position, because, man, it, like, I applaud you for having those positions under your belt. You know what I'm saying? I applaud you for that. But who was a person that you 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 revered? You showed you you showed so much admiration to while you was coming up, and you still apply those same lessons you learned from them and took from them till this day. I mean, pretty much, I was a wasn't not, not one person. It was like my cousin. Mm -hmm. you know, he older dude. When I was on the run, he taught me a lot about being a man. Mm -hmm. he taught me how to live. Um, my pops, you know, for years, it was just a voice. I ain't see him enough. It was a voice, but. What he said, break the chain, break the chain. You know what I'm saying? Like, break the chain. And then um, I read books. I love reading. So I read different books, and I just take what I get from the book and put it in myself. Like, when I was doing real estate, I read a book called You Can't Learn, You Can't Teach a Dog How to Ride a Bike at a Seminar. It was a sales book, but it taught you about life. It taught you about yourself, how to do different things. I read Warren Buffett book, you know what I'm saying, The Buffett Way. I read Russell Simmons book. So I just read different stuff, and I take positive traits from all these people and try to attribute it myself to build me better like that. Right, I don't know. That's amazing, man. So to touch, to, so to touch upon, you know what I'm saying, everything that you've been doing so far, your journey and everything, like I said, I've seen no role models. <laughs> no role models, nothing. Listen, man, at the same time, I remember it's, 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 it's somebody else doing what you want. That's, it's somebody else wanting to do what you're doing right now, you know what I'm saying? And you're giving, that, you're giving them that guidance. You got what I'm saying? So just to piggyback on what I was about to say, I can only imagine how accomplished you feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what's, what's, what's something you feel most satisfied throughout your journey of becoming a, a, a actor, a writer? A rapper, an artist, you know saying, like a rapper. A you have some good questions. Damn, bro, come on, come on. Now you do. Too modest, nah, too modest. Nah, you too modest. That's no. that boy. Too <laughs> I appreciate that. Let me tell you though, because that. for a long time, I didn't feel it. Mm. Because people understand, when you've been down so long, when people looked over you so long, you don't realize it. It was time people walked to me and run to me, hugged me, and I'm like, you like me? Like, for real? Yeah. Like, it took a while to believe it because I've been shitting on for so long, so it's like, for real, you like what I do? Like, yeah, 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 I love yeah, you, nigga. Yeah, gangster, yeah. Like that. So my most rewarding thing is seeing the people excited about it, knowing that it's helping them and it's working for them. Yeah, That's what I get excited about. It pushes like, you. Yeah, like, oh, I, they love me. I, you know what I mean? It's working, it's working. It's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. I mean, that's my love. I get kids, grandfathers, yo, the handshake I do with my grandson. Yo, my uncle is just like you, you know what I'm saying? The messages, so, you know what I mean? People always help me, so that's what I get from it. And don't forget that. Don't forget that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I applaud you again. We applaud you. Yeah, we applaud you, bro. you, bro. And for you even pulling up today, we just want to applaud you, show gratitude. Come on, shirt, talk you know about it. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm still, listen, still. listen, big bro, you could have been anywhere else, but you really and truly thank you for being here. You know what I'm saying? So this is yours. Give me some love, bro. We appreciate you, bro. Yeah, really it's one thing I do, though. I take opportunities serious, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I can tell. Like you uh, said, your cousin taught you how to be a man. You take other certain good traits. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you don't fuck around. Simple as you're that. Serious. You're a serious person. I'm saying you yeah. don't. I want to ask you, too. You spoke about your cousin and those different um, motivations you had. You said you spoke, you read on books and certain things. What kind of books you read on? Uh, well, I just read books about like like business books and, and, and knowledge books. I don't read like stories. Mm -hmm. I read right. stuff like that. So I read business books about like like um, Warren Buffett just teach you about stocks and like that. But what's bigger than stocks, it was just showing you how to think out the box in different ways. You know what I mean? Like the book, um, How to how to um, Not Teach a Train a Dog at a Seminar. 
he would, some days he would go out with no money and he would lock his car in the parking lot and I would force himself to make money selling stuff because he had right. no choice. Or he would wake up and he would say, if he's stressed out, you write down 10 things you like. And as you write down 10 things, it's gonna make you smile because you're thinking of good stuff, the affirmations go through your body. So by the time you finish writing them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. different things I just take from mm -hmm. these books. You know what I mean? Russell Simmons is called a book called um, the Dharma, the Dharma is when everything aligns, and I mean, know how to, when you feel everything aligns, just stay in that positive energy to keep things going and keep certain stuff out. So I just like to read stuff and just stuff that's knowledgeable books, you know what I'm saying? Stuff you can gain from and just give you tips on how to do things better. So help you right on. Yeah. Bro, receive value for real. Let me ask you, in regards of, um, I've seen the bullet of the ballot, I've seen the, um, the background with the Malcolm X approach. Um, how much of a, uh, how much of a hit, uh, how much of the African history and our descendants' history has an influence on your series, your media, just black media in regards of C class. Mm -hmm. um, as That's of right. now, as of now, all of it. As of now, at first it wasn't like I told. As of now, I, I, I didn't foresee this. Like yeah, I wasn't yeah. always this conscious on this black. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Some things came to me that put me in a line with this. You get what I'm saying? So everything from the names, my character name is Olga. You know what I mean? One of the Yoruba deities. You know what I mean? Of God of War and medals. Right. So the whole thing, even with Malcolm X, the title, Bullet to the Ballot, is is a, is, a, is a combination of Dr. Khaled Muhammad's The Bullet or the Bullet and Malcolm X's Bullet to the Ballot. Mm. So I'm the third predecessor of that. I'm putting them both together. You know what I'm saying? I'm finishing off what they both said. So I'm bringing the bullet to the ballot. You know what I'm saying? So everything is in there, even the characters. We got Shango, you know what I mean? We got the Orishas, Oleron. So we just taking everything back to 42 principles in my oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm bringing all that in there because it, I don't know, it just came over me that, that, that when I was watching it, they, 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 um, they speeches like the power of our ancestors, it comes through us. And I feel like my job is to keep their name alive. Like who would think 100,000 years ago, they would think that it's a series coming out with, 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 with Yoruba names, Old Gun, and where that sat on the two? Where that sat on the net? That's right. That's right. Where that sat? Who's resurrecting these people in, in the show That's right. now? To resurrect these names. Malcolm X and mm -hmm. who's resurrecting them to keep that going? They couldn't dream this 100 years later. Somebody's bringing this back and bringing it to them. And the ill thing about this, but I tell people that I couldn't dream this, right? But my character that I play, Ogun, I couldn't play him if I didn't feel like I'm channeling, channeling the energy from my ancestors. So when they say image and perception, everything, because if you know where you come from, you got that power. Because I'm cocky as ever now that I know where I come from. We created everything. You can't tell me nothing. Did I just say that? I said, oh, bro, like, if you look at the indigenous Africans and what they provided for us, bro, like you said, the past, present, and future, we don't know the next 20 minutes where we're gonna be at, but we can rely on our ancestors. You feel what I'm saying? The 42 principles of Maya, a lot of comedic practices that we have, bro. So I applaud that, like 100%. And you controlling like media right now, bro, is a huge thing. Let me ask you, with your applied knowledge that you have about comedic history, African history, being from the Ville, there's all these excellence in this victory. You don't feel the pressure, bro? You being an example from the Ville, like these people pulling up to you, like, yo, see, yo, class, I like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't feel the pressure or is it is it motivating you to do more? Nah, the only pressure I get is from me that I have to make sure I get the message out clear and right how I needed to be. Right. That's the pressure because it's so much knowledge, it's so much stuff that you can't get it all in, but you still gotta make sure you get it in a way that is received right. And that's the pressure, you know what I'm saying? Because if without that, we ain't gonna get no yo this, yo that, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and with that, like even a personal win is that happening because you could not have all in yourself and put it in there, but the people could still love it, but you could feel like I didn't give it all I needed to give it. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, where I'm at with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Try to make sure I deliver 
the messages that I feel need to be in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like conveying that message. I, yeah. I, I, I get that. Listen, listen. As much as you wanna, you know what I'm saying, um, be certain on the delivery, there's a process. You gonna get through it. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanna really quickly ask you. I don't know the process you went through. I don't know your journey per se, for um, specifically. But at the same time. Being that you were able to acquire certain things in your belt as far as being an actor, the writer, the director, the editor, you know what I'm saying? Tell the people um, how important it is to, to get out your comfort zone. Mm, definitely important. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. And it happened, not almost a mistake, but I was always business, music, and clothes, you know what I'm saying? But as a creator, I limited myself to business, music, clothes, not knowing that a creator can create it all. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I tell all creators, don't limit your creativity because you're a creator, period. Right. Period. Just got to find out what all the good things you're good at creating. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was limited to just clothes, you know, music, and the business. That's my creative space. And not acting, not directing, not writing. You know what I'm saying? So don't limit your space. Just try it. You know what I'm saying? Just try. That's fine. Yeah. To never try is the ultimate fail, bro. And you spoke about your soundtrack. You spoke about um, your team and how, how, how much of creativeness and how much of you being ingenuitive had an impact on you today in regards of you meeting the bullet in the battle like that's a lot of ingenuity people not thinking like that so how much how much of a um like how do you stay ingenuitive how do you stay creative and stand out from other people that do the same thing like you facts because mm -hmm. you're not doing you ahead of your time you are applying knowledge you you building the machine of the future and you having fun while you're doing it you know what i'm saying so you standing out differently though so how do you keep that ingenuity, that creativeness? Mm, I'll give y'all a little piece. Kid, that, that, that'd be my book, the, the good stuff. <laughs> but, um, um, you know what I'm saying? Just give us, just, um, just, 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 just give us a little bit. No, 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 Need the whole entree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So once again, come back to a book I read. It says, never do nothing without knowing what's next. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can never do nothing without knowing what's next. So anything I do, I know what's next. So I already know I'm lining up the next power move. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And then I always was taught when I was with the hustle, drug dealer, everything you do, you do it big, you do it in style. That's why I'm class. You know what I'm saying? So that part right there. So I always know what's next. So I plan for it. You know what I'm saying? So everything is calculated. So by the time it do get there, I can put everything together so it can be a boom. Mm -hmm. You plan all the way to the end and you confident as shit about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like confidence that. is key, Yeah, give me something. Yeah, yeah. Give me something. Yeah, give me some. yeah no, I respect that. I respect that, man. I'm saying at the end of the day, it makes you who you are. Yeah, and I always, I'm always reading. I'm always reading and researching. And that's another pro and a con to that. Because the more you read and research, there's more you want to add on to, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the more knowledge you know, the more yeah. you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? It adds more value. Yeah, I'm now. always reading, always reading. Let me ask you, um, in regards to the industry that you're in, do you face any disadvantages? Oh, hell yeah. What's well, some challenges that you get to express right now? Well, pretty much, when we first came out, to, to still to now, a lot of people who don't know, they look like at web series. A lot of them shits is whack, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, not put together right. So they hear web series, they just think, you them, your shit just like this. You get what I'm saying? Like that. I had one dude, I was trying to do an interview. He was like, oh, I don't usually bring web series up here like that because when I brought up here, they didn't get no comments, no like that. So I'm like, web series, nigga? That's a fucking general statement. I ain't me, nigga. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got your own lane. Yeah, my own lane. It's totally different. So you get that. And then you got the. People who on the other side of the film industry who look at YouTube actors as how people look at reality stars. Like, oh, they just YouTube actors. They're not real yeah. actors and stuff like that. So you yeah. get you get faced with a lot of that. And then you got the New York City state of mind. The New York City state of mind is this: no matter what you're doing, if you're not connected to 
a celebrity or somebody with a cosign, it's like, oh, okay, you yeah, can't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it without somebody else. No, not do it. Somebody else is not gonna give you that shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and so many people out of hit up. It's like, oh yeah, it's good like that. But then out of here, you with this? Oh, where let me come get you over here? You know what I'm saying? Like, boom, I can have all my credentials I have now, right? I can email whatever's platform they tell me no. If I go AC. K-Slayer Flex shot me out. Mm-hmm. Now they fuck with you. That's a kid from using Flex. Yeah. So now they get up the 10 million views. I emailed mm-hmm. you five days ago about the same 10 million views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People be opportunists, bro, and don't be genuine. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things hard because when you're trying to break through, you you, you feel like I you watch these platforms, this is what they look for, this kind of content, these kind of people. Yeah. But if you're not connected to a certain name or like that, it's like, they go because you can watch yeah. it and you see dudes who ain't got even your credentials, but they XYZ, old artists or artists, and they up there, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's cool, it's cool, I ain't worried. Yeah, they go you know what I'm saying? You. Yeah, so I went through a lot of that, you know what I'm saying? And also with the film, New York City is not a film city. At all. New York City is a hip-hop city, rap, you know what I'm saying? So if you do blow up a film in New York, there's not a lot of people that's going to reach out to do anything to help you go nowhere, because ain't make, nobody. Yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. So you right. got to go to ATL, LA, and where film is big at. Mm-hmm. So how are you in regards of expanding that, um, the horizon? Oh, well, pretty much 2018, I was in film festival in LA, BT Weekend, Regal Cinemas, on a big screen out there. Oh, in 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah, BT Weekend, LA Live, you know what I'm saying? A big screen, red carpet, like that trailer fest. I mean, Man Robinson, he's a black producer, filmmaker out in Atlanta. Awesome. He had a deal with Regal Cinemas. He got moved with Tori Hart, Gravy, with everybody in there. He's doing his thing. And then we did his um, trailer fest again in 2019 at the BT, not BT, Atlanta private movie theater, so my page, nigga, that was different. Like, I'm sitting there talking with a mic, with the screen behind me, playing me and shit like that in front yeah. of people. How that made you feel, though? Oh, that, feel. that made me feel good. I was nervous as shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that was when you said you you, you, you you had to perform by yourself, right? No, no, not that one. Not that one? Nah. Uh-huh. But that one, we was there, the hotel, yeah, everything laid out, so <laughs> I'm saying. That shit was beautiful, yeah. though, you know what I mean? The shit playing up there on the big screen, you know what I mean? So, I met some distribution people from there, I met some network people from there, so, we be in all type of film festivals just trying to figure out a way because you gotta remember, just because you got a film, you're not in the film world. So that was our challenge to cross over to people in film knows. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. I definitely, yeah, I applaud you, bro, to, for taking that initiative. You took Brownsville and you, and you took it to another world. And we went on tour, we went on tour. Y'all went on tour too? Yeah, yeah, we went on tour. Well, I don't know if actors going on tour, but we went on tour. He said, I don't know if actors going on tour, tour, but we went on tour. We went on tour. They booked us to, um, to, to do the club in VA. They booked us to, um, in Georgia to, um, to host a um, rap battle, a um, um, showcase event. We was on um, 97.9 FM radio station blast through the three different you know cities and shit like that. Mm-hmm. We went to, um, they got a big party, barbecue falls in South Carolina and shit with the fucking bikes pull up, you know, the motorcade yeah, shit. Y'all was turning. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds that sound lit. We drove. We had our own little van and shit, you know what I mean, on the road, you know what I mean, city to city, telly to telly, and stuff like that. No, that's fire, that's fire. And we got bootlegged twice, too. They bootlegged us twice. And For all, real? Yeah, Cleveland and um, South Carolina, because we got a group on our YouTube, I mean, Facebook page, you know, Facebook groups. Yeah. They're like, yo, so I'm in the shop right now, took a picture, they got y'all shit in here. Okay. And shit like that. And I'm like, wow. Let me ask you, you spoke about conveying the message, right, and delivering that message. What's the ultimate goal in terms of like, what is the message you're trying to convey on all horizon? We need to come together and look at each other as one. Still sharp and still. And cause from there, that's where we can build from there. That's the first component of everything. 
If you can't get past that, we can't get nowhere with religion, nothing. We got to put all that to the side. And that's what Malcolm said, because we bring religion, all that, we can argue who that. Right. But we all got the common enemy and the common goals for our freedom and um, inequality. You know right. what I'm saying? So we all could come together for that part, then we could do anything else. Mm -hmm. We still stuck on the ground trying to get the, oh, you said this. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, I don't like you because you do that, do that. Right. We can't move forward. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's pretty much what I want everybody to try to do. Just look at each other like a brother, sister, a little better. You know what I'm saying? Aside from all the, aside from focus on all the goddamn negative distractions. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get nah, that. I definitely, I definitely appreciate that, bro. While you here, still sharp as still, we present to let's rap. We got five words for you, big bro. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna let's tap in it. with you. We're gonna tap in with this rap upside of you. Do it, man. Do it. And we're gonna see. We're gonna see what's the word. So we got five words. Still sharp and still presents less rap. I'm saying, I'm saying, it's all love. Saying, it's all love. We're gonna tap in, big bro. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Five words. Don't talk yeah. dirty, King. Uh, uh, uh. Alright. Uh, my black power made me rise. The universal plan let the cracks die. Uh, cash and clay. You want the jokes, ain't want the play. Ain't listen to these crack niggas. I'm Kemet. Uh, I'm a youth. Oh, Alright, bring it back. Uh, Kimmy raised us, uh, black power changed us, uh, universe plan made us, uh, but the youth is raised up. Uh, I'm fight like Cassius, fight like Malcolm, kill like Khaled, tell them I'm stop with, I'm a Kimmy god, look at me. I raised from the dirt, I'm Sphinx, uh, black power me, uh, universe C. Uh, I was a youth, now I speak the truth, they can't fuck with me. Kill niggas, <laughs> give me racist too. I put a racist in the chokehold like a Disney man. Yeah, yeah. Give it up a C class. 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 Yo, listen. We appreciate you. We got a couple questions before we round this up. Um, I'm gonna let B go first though. If there's anything you wanna um ask my boy C class before you get out there. Absolutely. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um we're gonna bring it back again, piggyback. Bring it back, yeah, bring it gonna, back. We're gonna piggyback on, on the, the, the the list of 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 things that you definitely accomplished so far. You know what I'm saying? As far as with the with the directors, the people you met, the networking and everything. Sure. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I just want to I just wanna um shout outs to Now This Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Now This Podcast. Now This Podcast for having my boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shorty doing her thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Let the people know how important it is to provide quality content with substance. I mean, I think I think that's the only way you're gonna really connect with the people. Because people know bullshit and you gotta also have one thing you gotta learn. You get their ears. And you had a heart. Mm -hmm. I'm saying our goal was to get their heart. You get what I'm saying? So with, with, with a message, it's always going to be delivered through the soul. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like mm -hmm. if I deliver it right, it's going to touch you forever. You know what I mean? So when I sit back and I write these things, I'm like, how would somebody react to it? How would somebody feel to it? And that's pretty much what the message is about. It's about making sure people react. As mm -hmm. a, as an entertainer, you want a reaction from a person with a laugh, a cry, or what? You know what I'm saying? And that's the whole goal. Like, I, sometimes I sit back and I watch my stuff with my, with my eyes closed to hear the people around me with just reactions through the whole 40 minutes. Don't mm. look. Just hear the reaction. That's how I know. All right, the message delivered. You know what I'm saying? And that's uh, important. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Would, that's, you, would you, not, and not to spit it off too much, because we, 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 we just had a previous guest on here talking a whole lot of 
righteous things. You get what I'm saying? As far as meditation and everything, would you would you would you correlate you sitting back in that 45 minutes is, is your form of meditation? Yeah, you could say that. That's yeah, fire. definitely. And that's how you just you that's how that, that helps you propel and, and do more. Yeah, definitely does. Yeah, that's fire. Before we get out of here, um, you spoke about our out. You spoke about our ancestors, for example, Malcolm. You spoke about Khalil Muhammad. It's so many, and one of the things that they practice in terms of black progress is they they spoke about was desegregation. How important it is for unity amongst, mm. amongst people of African descent. It's vital. Our man is at stake. Our, our wins and losses is because of that. You know, the reason why we're still here is because of that. You know what I'm saying? We outnumber them. By, by hundreds of thousands, you know what I'm saying? We be stronger than them, we outsmarter than them. But the hardest part is coming together, you know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I think Malcolm and Martin had all of that, not, not Martin per se, but yes, they had that's just, we couldn't get past the vital point that majority of black America can't get past. Right. Is you have to exterminate the devil. And that right there is why people would turn a blind eye because if you know the truth, you're forced to do something. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we get to. Because everybody mad, everybody mad, everybody mad. What you gonna do? There's only one thing to do. But everybody built to do that, and it's okay. But don't act like that's not what we need to do. And that's the problem. That's why we're still here. Because in a day, white supremacy works like this. Mm -hmm. It ain't about what you know. It's about what you're gonna do about it. And they only respect you know what I'm saying? violence, bro. Because George Floyd got killed because the dude had his knee on his neck looking at everybody saying this. Yeah, I'm doing it. But what, what you, you gonna, gonna do, do about, about it? it? They only respect violence, bro. That's it. What you gonna do about it? He ain't stopped because they stopped and said, what you gonna do about it? What happened as usual? Nothing. Facts. Nothing. Nothing. Because nobody wants to draw that line. And I'm gonna say this to all these celebrities, to all these people out there, Ma and Malcolm, all these people put their life on the line for free. So all y'all motherfuckers making money, I ain't some lifeline scared to even say son. They did this shit so y'all can have a job today. They ain't get paid for this shit. They didn't get no money for putting their life in line for people they didn't know. Thousands of black Americans, they ain't know all these motherfuckers. But they put their life on the line, their family life on the line. So today, y'all motherfuckers can be on TV, whatever y'all doing, laughing, giggling. So y'all motherfuckers think about sacrificing, that's the ultimate sacrifice. Gangsta. Fulfill your purpose, sacrifice. Still sharp, still be out of here. Kings of blessing, love, 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 love. love. Nah, big facts. Come here, baby. That was dope. That was ready. Yo. Dilly got it bumping. Hey.